0: fans, are you ready? This is Tuesday. You people bought a ticket to see me, so shut up. Wrestling Tuesday with Jonathan Hood. First of all, Dr. Rose, I think what you are is a big, ugly, low-class, redneck dude. That's what I think you are. Yeah, I'm put it, I know I'm put it, but I'm most of all the baddest man around in the world today. Follow the show Wrestling TWT on Twitter and Instagram. But well, remember my fireflies, as always, I'll light the way, and all you have to do is let me in. Tuesday, Wrestling Tuesday. The bottom line is, in all my magnificent gear that be mine, all night long. Woo! Here's Jonathan Hood. Welcome in to this special edition of Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I'm Jonathan Hood. I'm to get Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday is proudly brought to you by Manscaped, Manscaped.com. Men, you know that you need some help down there as far as below the waist blooming. Check out Manscaped.com. Use the promo code Hood, my last name, H-O-O-D, and you 20% off of your purchase. Again, Manscaped.com. Look, you got to smell good down there. You got to look good down there. You just want to make sure that you are trimmed, ready to go. Manscaped.com. You know, guys, we all need it. Uh, the promo code is Hood, save twenty percent. Okay, good news for you. In the investment call that the WWE made on the fourth of November, as they talked to their stockholders and everyone else listening through the media, the WWE made two hundred fifty-six million dollars for the quarter. million for the quarter. That's great news, isn't it? There's also other news that after that call took place, the WWE let go of a shit ton of wrestlers. More releases from the WWE. Before I give these names, can I just tell you, when you have so much television, when you have your own network, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, NXT UK, um, 205 Live. You've got your own WWE network. And when you are making a profit during the pandemic, when you can go to Saudi Arabia, when you can have a UK tour that's taking place right now, you can afford anything because the... WWE is in the black and not in the red. I can understand if this is the beginning of Monday Night Raw when they were doing shows from high school gyms. No one wants to talk about that. When the WWE was really struggling and they had to pull the water coolers out of the building in Stanford, Connecticut because they could not make a profit until Vince McMahon was able to get money and get revenue off the backs of people like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. This company is making money hand over fist, no matter how much we complain about Raw, how much we complain about the storylines, how you think maybe some of the pay-per-views are flat, it's still making money. They're still making huge money from TV deals, but yet, all of these cuts taking place again. How many podcasts do I have to do to talk about how many cuts they have to make? Now, before I even give the names again, let me just tell you this. The WWE is going to sell, and I don't know to whom. But when you make this many budget cuts and you're making money, clearly they're going to sell this company. Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, they're going to somehow do something with this company. And I don't understand why. Here are the names that were released. I'm driving around and my phone just keeps buzzing. I keep getting messages from Brian Alvarez and from Dave Meltzer and Sean Ross Sapp and all those that cover professional wrestling slash sports entertainment. And the WWE today, after the call, after they said, everything's great, we're making money, everything's wonderful. All of a sudden, right after that call, after everyone hangs up, Frankie Monet is let go. Taya Valkyrie, that's a top 10 woman in professional wrestling in the world. Did you ever see Taya Valkyrie in Impact Wrestling? I have. Uh, She is tremendous. She got let go today. The wife of John Morrison. Ember Moon was let go today. Ember Moon had many a champion, a lot of chances on NXT and the WWE to succeed. She had an injury and she was let go today. You know what? Taya Valkyrie is going to be able to make a lot of money on the Independence or in AEW or wherever she wants to go. The same thing with Ember Moon. Ember Moon had plenty of opportunities. She could not fully get over, but it's okay. I think they have bright futures. Uh, Jesse Kamea. Let go by the WWE. Katrina Cortez let go. Jeet Rama. Only Lorkin. Let me stop there. Only Lorkin, someone that Triple H really believed in, was let go. Uh, really liked him because he was just a step above a carpenter. Meaning that he can make others look good and he can make himself look good at the same time. Trey Baxter let go. Uh, Zayda Ramier let go. Scarlett let go. Not only Scarlett, but also... Her husband, Karrion Cross, let go. Wait a minute. So here's what's tripped out about that. Many of us were saying, hey, what's up with Scarlett? How come she's not with Karrion Cross when Cross was exiled to the main roster? They tried to do some things with Karrion Cross and made him look like a jackass, made him lose while he was the NXT champion, loses the NXT championships to Samoa Joe on the main roster, and they did nothing with him absolutely didn't even give him a, a real opportunity a real shot it was 50 50 booking with him and they just let him go and scarlet i don't know how she's let go that act with carrying cross and scarlet was a great act and they were both let go b fab i could have swore b fab was just on the main roster she's got a new contract let go Grand Malique who asked for his release a couple of months ago grand metalik is gone lince dorado is gone as i mentioned karrion cross was let go which is just amazing to me harry smith who had a couple of dark matches was with new japan spent some time in mlw came to the main roster you can't do anything with the son of davy boy smith seriously as big as that guy is as strong as that guy is you can't find anything to do with harry smith he was let go today naya Jax was let go How about that? Nia Jax released, you know, Nia Jax, I thought that she was someone that got it. Someone that was a monster, but just like Big Show or just like those that are special, she was not uh, allowed to be special because they rolled her out there every single week. And she needed more seasoning and XT just because she was a bigger woman and a powerful woman doesn't necessarily mean that she has to be out there every week. They ruined her. They failed Nia Jax. Nia Jax clearly needed some more seasoning. And there's some times where people were like, oh, she injures people. She's reckless. Well, you know what? That's on the WWE. You can make her more safe. You can make her make sure that she's more safe. That whole thing with Charlotte was kind of weird, too. Um, that matchup she had with Charlotte, That was just that whole mini program was strange. But it's amazing. Nia Jax, a talent like that, let go. I wonder what The Rock thinks about that. Eva Marie let go. (laughs) So Eva Marie, who could never work but look good, was perfect for the NXT 2.0 for sure because if you look good and can't work, you could definitely be on the new uh, NXT. Eva Marie let go. That was a perfect McMahon um, talent. Someone that looks good and can't wrestle, she was let go. Here's also... Keith Lee and Mia Yim were released are you serious are you serious Keith Lee who they fucked with when he was in the NXT he was doing fine he gets to the main roster and they couldn't find out what to they couldn't figure out what to do with him so we'll just call him Bearcat Lee using a name from the late 50s 60s they call him Bearcat Lee and then Mia Yim Mia Yim again solid female talent top 10 top 15 talent in the world and they can't find anything for her she's part of that retribution whatever that that nonsense uh faction was that was awful they put her in that and Mia Yim can't find a spot in NXT or WWE where she can be able to flourish and Keith Lee what a disaster A person who can work, who had some great matches with Dijakovic, who was on his way in NXT, and he goes to the main roster, and they're like, well, can't find anything to do with him, so just let him go. A big guy that wrestles like a cruiserweight at times, a super heavyweight that can get the job done, released. And what did John Laurinaitis say? John Laurinaitis in the front office of the WWE, you know what Johnny said? It's because of budget cuts. People power. People power. It's absolute bullshit. Listen, as a company, you have every right to do what you want to do. I understand that. However, when you are a big company, you can't say it's because of budget cuts. That's not the reason why it happened. It's just because I think a sale is coming. The WWE has released so much talent. And I don't know where Triple H is tonight as I record this on Thursday, the 4th of November. But I know somewhere he is seething somewhere his heart's got to be taken out that all his nxt people that he believed in the nxt wrestlers that he was trying to build on are all going to be let go here or will not have the opportunity to be able to flourish like he thought on the nxt brand this is a complete fuck you from vince to triple h by saying pretty much you know what you kept losing to aew every wednesday night and you try to do it by doing a wrestling show, not a sports entertainment show, but a wrestling show. So you know what we're going to do? We are going to allow your wrestlers to walk over to AEW or go to the independents and be able to do something else. That's exactly what that is. Otherwise, you try to find something to do with these wrestlers. You have all these different platforms to have these wrestlers to be able to flourish. And you just let them walk, let them go to AEW, let them go to Impact Wrestling, New Japan. It's not them cutting the fat of a whole bunch of wrestlers that can't work. Some of these wrestlers I just named could work. Some had just been lingering and Triple H was working with them, but there's a lot of wrestlers, a lot of veteran wrestlers that are going to let go. Kyle O'Reilly will be a free agent soon, This so will Johnny Gargano. They're just going to let these people walk? They have no clue and no vision of exactly what they want to be outside of Roman Reigns and a few wrestlers. It's really a shame i gotta have i gotta talk to someone about this because i'm really heated the one that really bothers me is keith lee and mia yim and also um of valkyrie i just don't understand it i gotta talk to someone about this gedrian cologne from the house of wrestling joins me here on tuesday wrestling tuesdays a special edition here as the wwe makes huge budget cuts thanks so much for joining me dc how are you buddy
1: I am doing absolutely well. Um, it has been a very crazy and discombobulating
0: two hours <laughs> um, just understanding what WWE's doing with all these releases. But thank you for having me. I, I want to have you on anyway, uh, but I didn't know it was going to be about this. And so you're pretty much going to keep me somewhat calm as we go through these names because. All right. So here, let me just lay it out for you. The, okay. four, the 4th of November is my, my wedding anniversary. Okay, and okay. so so I'm planning dinner, and then my phone bl- blows up from Brian Alvarez and from Dave Meltzer and from Sean Ross Sapp and all of our other, you know, uh, uh, all our other wrestling uh, friends that we know, and I'm like, what the hell is this shit? Like, I, I was like, what? So I, I want to get your initial reaction to this list of names. When you start seeing these names come across, what was your initial reaction? Um. A few, I know Frankie Monet was surprising. Even Marie was surprising because they just basically signed this year. Um, a few others, I mean, in the last 10 years, when you start,
1: like when you don't see a wrestler for more than three or four months on TV and they keep saying, oh, Creative doesn't have anything for them, that's like a red flag, like they're eventually going to get released. Um, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised by the amount of people that got released, but I wasn't surprised in the fact that it just came to mind real quickly that last month they just had the Saudi Arabia show and each of those shows they make or they profit $50 million. Yes. And we're in the second month of the fourth quarter in the business calendar. But now, I mean, let's face it, WWE is not thinking about talent. They are thinking about finances and padding their portfolio and their, um, you know, their finances and stuff like that. Because once January comes, that's
0: the first quarter of the 2022 business calendar. And that is the road to WrestleMania. So, you know, the last three months of the year and the first three months of the year,
1: that's all they're thinking about making money. That's all WWE's
0: thinking about. Honestly, I, I honestly I honestly believe there's a sale that's coming. I really... Oh, yeah. And here's why. its I mean, and of course, typical WWE in a, in a cowardly way, you do this after the call, after the financial call with the media and all the shareholders. Everything's fine. Nick Conn says everything's fine. She, you know, Stephanie McNair says everything's fine. And all of a sudden, the bloodletting. They let all these people go. You made two hundred fifty-six million dollars this past quarter. You're do, as you mentioned, you just laid out the money that they made in Saudi Arabia. So, so yeah. when when businesses like Ring of Honor are going under, and other businesses around the country are boarded up and 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 doing poorly because they can't get any money, the WWE did well through the pandemic because of the television deals internationally. So, yes. so, so, so my whole point is why let these people go why especially in abundance like that when it's not like you are are struggling for money you're doing fine but yet you can't find anything for these talented wrestlers especially these veterans i don't understand that
1: yeah i it, it i on the talent side i don't get it and that's where when you like i've been a wwe fan i'm, I'm gonna be 40 next year i've been a wwe fan since i've been born. You know, I came up during the whole expansion, Hulkamania era and stuff like that. And I've been saying it for almost 15 years that Vince McMahon and the WWE are going against principles that got them to where they are now. And they're... By the time they... Whatever sale happens, they're going to lose a lot of fans. I mean, they're going to make money, but that fan base... I mean, you've alienated so many fans, especially doing moves like this. Um... It's, it's just bad. And to think that we're, what, we're less than two, three weeks away from Thanksgiving? Like, come on, man. Like, what are, you, what are you thinking? But then again, that's, you know, corporate America, and they don't see any soul or anything in it. Just
0: numbers. Okay. Let me go through some of these days for you. First of all, for Keith Lee and Mia Yim to be let go, the, the Keith Lee thing breaks my heart. Because here's a guy here that was just busting his ass in the indies, finally gets an opportunity with NXT, kills in NXT, uh, a powerhouse of a guy that moves like a cruiserweight, and the, and the, you just know that the end was near when he was called up to the main roster. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt, there was issues there for about four or five months where he wasn't on TV, and then they put the, they stick him with the cat gimmick, right, he's he's doing he's doing dark matches he does a few matches here and there and then he's let go just like his wife Mia Yim you mean tell me you can't find a place for us you know and of course the WWE as, as you're a WWE fan you said this right you know they love the big guys right the line of the giants that you can't find time you can't find a place for Keith Lee or Mia Yim who's a top 15 women's talent that's crazy to me
1: yep it it's interesting his release, I'm, that's the one that I'm not surprised, not because they didn't have him off TV. Um, man, I want to say maybe less than a week, two weeks ago, I think when they announced that they changed his name to Bearcat Lee, uh, Jim Cornette on his podcast, he's like, don't be surprised if he's in AEW pretty soon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, what? I was like, man, I kind of, kind of got a pulse on all these releases and these people going to AEW. And I mean, a lot of these wrestlers just drop hints. I was like, I mean, "What?" And then I'm like, when he said, "I'm like, you know what?" That's when I know, nah, he something's going down that we don't see. And you know, us as wrestling fans, if we're not behind the curtain and in management, we'll never understand that. But hearing it from Jim Cornette, who's been in the WWE behind the scenes, I'm like, yeah, he's he's going to be eventually released soon. Unfortunately. You know, it happened, but it's you could see the writing on the wall, and that's a talent. I mean, that guy, he reminds me of a cross between Ron Simmons and Vader. Sure. Like, just that, that just monster, like, nobody's beating this guy. Nobody should beat this guy. And I'm sorry, if I'm Tony Khan, I mean, yesterday's Dynamite was okay, but except for one segment, which was crap if i'm tony khan i before the years out i'm really looking at my roster and i'm like you know what who do i really want to keep and who do i need to send to let's say an nwa a gcw um a pwg a mlw because the talent that you couldn't sign when you started
0: aew is there um i mean he he's cut one wrestler since he's been in it yeah. AEW has been in place. I mean, that's yeah. which, which is also insane, by the way, from his standpoint. But I know he's a neophyte. I understand he's Booker of the Year. I get that. Um, but 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 not really because you've only released one talent. So uh, so I'm just okay. How about this talent? Okay. So so why is Harry Smith comes from New Japan, sets the world on fire, goes to MLW, has some matches there for Court Bauer. And then comes in the WWE uh, wrestles in dark matches and then released. It's like, so you can't do anything with Harry Smith. Now, with a wink and a nod with UDC, just a wink and a nod, uh, Harry Smith and Vince McMahon are politically aligned, if yeah. you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so, the, so you would think that, of nothing else, that's a win. And then, of course, it's Harry Smith who's never had the breakout uh, North American singles run like he's deserved, and then he's let go? I why is that? Yeah, it, it that's... I know most, you know, fans who were w, or WWE fans,
1: let's say in the last 15, say 17, 20 years, you know, just like, oh, it's just WWE, but for us that have been WWE fans longer, like, if you go back to the releases that they did back in the 80s and 90s, there was a logic behind it. Um, you release Dave Schultz, you know, you hear that story and everything. Sure. You know, you, you don't want that bad press. Um, you release Snooka, you know, that whole situation, his drug situation, stuff like that, you release him. Sure. Uh, you know, the Iron Sheik and Hacksaw Jim Duggan getting caught with cocaine, which was wild at the time. Um, Hacksaw goes away, but they release Iron Sheik. There was a logic to their releases. Since, man, you want to, maybe you could say 10 years. 2010 2011 even maybe 20 2006 a lot of these releases have no logic to them like it's just it's almost like they have a dartboard of like who they have an idea that isn't doing anything and wherever the dart lands
0: that's who it you know they release and it's yeah but yeah but it doesn't make sense yeah but harry smith is a legacy
1: yeah but i mean that's an interesting release because AEW just filed the trademark for his
0: uncle's tournament. Yeah. So yeah.
1: I kind of know where he's going to go. It's
0: right there. I said, um, I said in the open that Nia Jax, you know, <laughs> not night. I said, my first thought was, I wonder what the rock thinks of that. That's number one. But, but number two, I said, if the WWE had a problem with Nia Jax being unsafe, then you should have kept her in NXT for her to train and work on it, right? Yeah, see, Exactly. See, you know what happened to Nia Jax? And it's, it's, it'll be written this way after you and I talk about this. See, what happened with Nia Jax is, is that she got big-showed. Mm-hmm. And that is overexposing someone that is special. The big show's legacy and big show's a, a Hall of Famer, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But the point is is that you expose someone that you should have kept special. Nia Jax is someone that should not be out there every week Now I understand for the WWE fan That's what you grew up with That's what you are used to But Nia Jax I think once she was seasoned Once she was the kind of person that you think That she should be in the ring She shouldn't be out there every week She should be out there every other week She should be out there for a special occasion Because if she's an ass kicker That's who she should be But you know what you did? You allowed her to get on TikTok You allowed her to to fuck around in in the back room in the in the offices and you know in the you know in the locker room area, instead of making her an ass kicker, yeah. so, so 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 they screwed that up to start with, and then of course just making fun of her and, and now allowing her to be a monster. Now she got released. I think that they mishandled her just like they mishandled the Big Show. Quite frankly,
1: yeah, it's you know that's that's a perfect example of what I said earlier as far as WWE going against principles that got them to where they are. Um, perfect example Andre the Giant like look at how they used him whether it was in the territory whether it was in AWA whether it was in the early expansion of the WWE he was a special attraction like if you put Nia Jax if you book Nia Jax the way Brock Lesnar's booked and most, frankly all their big guys if you booked them the way they booked Brock Lesnar every last Like, that's money. And, again, it's that logic. It's You know, it's not just wrestling logic, but it's just WWE logic that they win against. You know, the worst case scenario, you could book a big person, whether, you know, the men's roster or the women's roster is Big John Stone. She's gonna land on her feet. She's probably gonna go to Hollywood or something like that. But that I don't understand
0: that one. I like how this round of cuts is couples' night. Uh, couples get released. Where you got Keith Lee and Mia Yim. You've got Scarlett and Kieran Cross. Yeah, and so those two were let go as well. So the Kieran Cross thing is it, it, it's it's so typical, right? And there's a theme to this that we're gonna talk about in just a moment. So Karrion Cross is in NXT, and he's a believable heel. The, the combination of Karrion Cross and Scarlett, I think, worked for NXT. And all of a sudden, Karrion Cross has to go to the main roster. Well, you know that's the end, right, when you go to the main roster. But it's not just getting to the main roster. It's just the way that they used him. He lost, in a, he lost as the NXT champion. Why would you lose on Raw as the NXT champion? You lose the championship, and then they can never recover from that. 50-50 booking, lost sometimes, won sometimes, but they never did anything with him. And Karrion Kross let go, and Scarlet. And, and so, the, what was the big question we all asked online? How come Scarlett's not with Karrion Cross on Raw? Yep. How come that's not happening? How come they're not together? And so, some had theorized it like, oh, well, you know... Karen Cross is going to be losing, going through a long, long losing streak. Here comes Scarlet, and that's going to be the elixir to fix Karen Cross. They didn't play that storyline out; they're both gone.
1: Yeah, it's uh, oh God. I, I remember when Karen Cross lost that debut match on Raw. Yeah. And
0: as uh, the as the NXT champion, we have to underline yeah.
1: that. And you know, I'm usually during that time when I watch uh, Raw program i'm live tweeting and everything and i'm live tweeting i looked i'm like wait a minute what wait a minute how did that doesn't make any sense like what and right then i'm just like you know what this is this is vince and the reason why i say it's vince and this goes back to wcw and anything that vince didn't create he would kill this goes back to the 80s when he had the road wars what do you do changed their name to the Legion of Doom. How? That's so stupid. Um you man, I'm trying to think of who else. He's changed so many names. Oh you know, I every, mean I mean it, it, the list is endless. Yeah. Now here's the thing. A lot of us old school fans are like, oh you know, Vince, you know, he buries anybody that came from WCW because they weren't his creation. Guess what? That applies to his son in law too. And I don't think he you know triple as is exempt from Vince having his ego like oh you think you're a better you know creator than I am (laughs) no and look at what I mean I know a lot of people are going to listen to this oh you're going on the deep end no look at history like the examples are there anything that Triple H has created in NXT Vince McMahon has killed if it's not Vince McMahon's creation he will kill it it's there um Garen Cross, like that doesn't make any sense. He signed, man, what did he sign? The beginning of 2020? Yeah. Yeah, less than two years. You know, he came from Impact. And it's crazy because a lot of these people that left Impact might be going right back there. And it's unfortunate. It doesn't make any sense. And one, one thing that's been going through my mind for maybe a little bit over a year since the pandemic started, and it's if you're having so many issues with creative, you need to get rid of your creative and go back to having people within the industry. Because apparently, the people you are hiring don't have, aren't doing anything. Because how is it you have a boardroom and you know most people say, "Oh, you don't know the numbers." Well, if you saw the ESPN documentary when they talked about NXT with Jeremy Schat, and they went behind the scenes and you see. That room, there's at least 30 people there. If you have a room of 30 people who are writers that can't come up with anything creative for one person, that's a
0: problem. Yes, absolutely. But ultimately, no matter what the writers would come up with, if Vince says no, remember, it's an audience of one. Yeah. Just remember that. Just no matter, They Go might ahead. they might be coming up with stuff for them. But again, John Laurinaitis' people power said... These are budget cuts, which is complete bullshit. It's just, it's awful. Um, Okay, so um, one other thing. I just want long-form thoughts on these other two. Then we're going to go through these other smaller names. I just want to get your reaction. So, So Taya Valkyrie, to me, is a top 10 women's wrestler. Now, I've not made my list of top 10 women's wrestlers in the world, but I believe that Taya Valkyrie is on that list. If she's 10, she's still in the top 10. I saw enough of her impact wrestling to know that she is a star, Um, and I think that she's a tremendous talent. The whole Frankie Monet thing, boy, I mean, I liked where they were going with this, and this is still when Triple H and Shawn Michaels were in power. I liked where they were going with this, and then all of a sudden, she's just cut. Of, of, uh, she deserves to be on the main roster. She's that good. If you want something fresh and new on Raw and SmackDown, you know you should try a Tony Storm. You should try uh, a Frankie Monet, and then see what happens. Those are veteran wrestlers that deserve the opportunity. Uh, so, I, on my on my pissed off meter, along with Keith Lee and Mia Yim, she's third on that list because Ty Valkyrie should still should be on the main roster. As a serious contender and not trying to figure out whether or not Mandy should be there or whether or not Liv Morgan or the... Fuck that. I'm talking about a veteran wrestler that can go. She can go. And now she's released, which is ridiculous to me.
1: Yeah, and she just signed her contract in February of this year. It's crazy. Which, when you think about that, wait a minute, what? That makes no sense. And again, this goes back to something that WWE literally had money there and they did not see it when she came in she should have been in nxt for let's say three four months she should have been with john morrison and those two should have been feuding when they were teasing the Miz splitting from morrison because mm-hmm. you had marie like it's literally there you have Maurice and the Miz versus john morrison and frankie monet like it writes itself you literally don't have to do much and it's it's just one of those things where you're just like I. You probably see me tweak this a lot. I'm like WB is very discombobulating to un like if you try to it's discombobulating because it's like how do you complicate simplicity? Like it's just there. Um, and I agree with you. Like she should have been on the main roster. Um, she's a top man, top five
0: talent. Easily she can go. Her work is clean, smooth, yeah. believable. Um, she's one of the very few women wrestlers that me personally gets very physical and feisty in the ring mm-hmm. where there's an aggression. We're just like, Ooh, okay. This,
1: ooh. All right. They're damn. Okay. And for her to be cut, I mean, it, it's crazy. And again, I'll go back to Tony Khan. Tony Khan, you need to look in the mirror and you need to look at your roster because there's some, there's some shit you have on your roster that you need to get rid of because again, the talent you couldn't sign two years ago you have above and beyond out there now
0: ember moon um so i saw that release as in a single tweet and you know what's funny my initial thought was okay okay and this is this is not to say that she can't go and she can't wrestle but my thought was you know what she can go someplace else and prove that she deserved to be on that roster You know, what I'm saying like, you know, something like Ember Moon had had an opportunity on NXT and the main roster to be able to have some good matches. Uh, Her injury set her back. And you know what? I thought I wasn't mad. I was thinking, you know what? It's a great opportunity for her to go someplace else and really show what she can do, because I know that she's a good wrestler. But it's not. But you can just tell. See, see, when I see a Taya Valkyrie or I see a Mia Yim, I see world champion. I see. I see a like a reign with those two. I see Ember Moon. I think you know strong talent. Um, I remember her. Did she take on Charlotte once for the title? Man, or I, Becky? I,
1: I think Char- Man, Charlotte's fought everybody. I think in the last she's went through everybody. NXT. Char- I think she did.
0: Or I just know that she had an, maybe it was an NXT title match. I don't. I'm not. I can't quite remember. But I just know that she was in a world title match, and I thought she's not going to win because they don't believe in her. And and that's and not casting any aspersions on her. I just think the company thought that she was a good hand and not necessarily a championship material uh, women's wrestler. And that's fine. But she can go someplace else and really be able to make hay. So I wasn't mad. I was thinking, you know what? She has a great opportunity to go someplace else and really pay dividends for a company.
1: Yeah, she's, I mean, that's one talent, you know, I've seen so far when the releases coming out, everyone's like, she needs, Like, AEW needs to call her because she's young. You need, again, AEW's biggest gripe right now with fans, representation. Well, guess what? You have that now. You have, you can pick, you can get all of them. Uh, She, (laughs) man, she has a lot of energy. She reminds me of not so much as far as physical strength, but just the way she moves in the ring of Jacqueline back in the 90s. Yeah. Just you know, she's cut. She doesn't have much height, but, for, but what she doesn't have in height, she makes up for in skill set. And I mean, she's a, she's gonna be a talent wherever she goes. She is not going to be idle for long because she's got ring presence. She has a presentation. Um, she can talk. Yes, that's all the things you need. And I'm sorry. NWA needs more represent, like all these companies need more representation. If you want to change, I don't want to say the narrative, but if you want to change the perception that you're not, you know, really in tune with representation, you need to start. You, you have, you got talent out there that can, you know, have representation in your company. She's one of those women that you you want to put out there. She, she's very articulate, very articulate, well-spoken. Um, but she's the real deal. And it's, it's unfortunate that WWE didn't do anything with her because now the gripe, and we kind of see it on TV, is that you're kind of
0: over-exposing Bianca and Sasha Banks. Okay, so <laughs> let's do some quick hitters here before I let you go. Okay, just okay. first thing that comes to your mind about these cuts, um, and then we'll keep going through the list. So... When I when I say Jesse Camille, what comes to mind?
1: Oh man, Jesse Camille. Um, she was in NXT, right? Yeah. There, there's a few names that, yeah, that's like a lot of the NXT releases that, like, you just you know rebranded NXT 2.0. Like,
0: how does God WWE? I don't. I oh hey hey listen, this is the company you grew up with. You gotta love it, right? I mean, this is this is your company.
1: It, it, you know what? <laughs> I, ever since they bought WCW, I've never trusted
0: w- WWE with anything creative. That, yeah, gift wrapped to them. That's what happens no, That's what happens. When you don't have any competition. You just yeah. you just do whatever you want. And, you, and again, you know, people eat from the same dog food when it's when you got twenty years of no competition. And if that's a shot of TNA, it is a shot of TNA. Yeah. Um, and, and by the way, having said that. Brother Cologne, you know that, uh, you know, I know the AEW wishes they had TNA's numbers because even with TNA being the second brand, they were still drawing at like a 2.5, 2.7. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter what yeah. night they were on, they were still getting almost a three share. <laughs> so, that's yeah. so, that says a lot for wrestling today. Um, yeah, and that's, that, that's something that, you know, not the sidetrack, but that's that's one thing that's concerning about these releases that WWE have been doing in the
1: last two years um and i don't think anybody's touched on this is that if you really look at it yeah wb's doing this because they want to pad their profits but what they don't understand is that they're kind of disrupting the wrestling ecosystem because like you mentioned ring of honor is on hiatus which we don't know if it's going to come back aew can't sign everybody you know nwa and impact have their you know financial you know Limitations or what have you. MOW has that. And you're, 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 you're messing up the ecosystem. You know, a lot of these wow. independents can't go back because of whether it was because of the pandemic or whatever, you know, state they're in with the COVID restrictions. So, you know, it's unfortunate. It's, it's concerning because like you're kind of disrupting the wrestling ecosystem just because you want to make a profit. That, that's concerning.
0: Trey Baxter. That, oh, God, that makes no sense. It 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 doesn't make sense. Like a lot of these guys. Well, well, tell tell me what's wrong with Trey Baxter being let go.
1: (sighs) You, You didn't even give him a chance yet. Like that's the
0: thing. Like all right, all right, B Fab. That's absolutely
1: dog shit. Like one of your hottest acts that you just brought up from NXT. Yeah. You're. Again, that's uh, that's a prime example. That has no logic behind that release. And now, you just messed up the dynamic to Hit Row, which everybody was getting behind, and they loved. So guess what's going to happen? Eventually, Hit Row is going to be no more.
0: Uh, BFAB, uh, Brian, Brian Alvarez says BFAB literally signed a, a new deal a week ago.
1: The, yeah, this... It, 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 you know what? I think I, I don't want to draw this comparison, but it's but all these decisions kind of making me think of like is is anybody testing Vince McMahon for dementia like Ronald Reagan? <laughs> Oni Lorcan Again, he was just on NXT. Like, if you don't, oh my god! Like, he was a badass wrestler. Like, you need he needs to be on the main roster. Like, your main roster needs to be fresh. I mean, you got guys like Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro. All the, there, there's plenty of wrestlers that been on WBTV for the past ten years that you have not done anything with. Those are the guys you kind of need to move to the side. Grand it's, Grand Metalik. Oh, I know he's been wanting to go for a while. Like I know he's happy because he asked for his release. I think two or three times, or
0: like no, 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 and then they release him. Like it makes no sense. L- Lince Dorado. Yeah,
1: same with uh, Grand Metal League. They they wanted to get out. Um, A lot of them, I know they're good friends with Andrade. You know, a lot of the Latin wrestlers were very unhappy, which they have every right to um, as far as how WWE used Hispanic wrestlers and how they represented them. Um, So those guys are going to be fine. Those guys will probably be on um, either GCW or MLW real soon. Eva Marie. Another one, that that goes with the Frankie Monet, she just came back, like, so you brought her back to hype up her return, you put her with Dewdrop for her
0: to, like, it, it makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, no, and the other ones are a couple of uh, NXT wrestlers as well, and I just, um... I want to have you on because I just, you know, I said in the open, just it is amazing to me. A, a company that makes money hand over fist has had not just one of these dark days. They've had several dark days of just cutting talent. And it is it behooves um, it behooves the NWA and MLW. And all the independents to try to figure out how to be able to harness this talent and get this talent. See, the the problem is, is that online, and you'll see this on Twitter, and you'll see this like, oh, all these wrestlers go to AEW. That's not the answer. That's not the answer. If, listen, I know I'm an old, crusty wrestling fan, but when wrestling was good... That means that wrestling was all over the place. When you had territories of wrestlers that can wrestle all over the place. It's one thing to look at the WWE and say, that's the top dog. Okay, fine. Or if you're an AEW fan, say AEW is the best. Okay, great. But what about 3, 4, and 5? When wrestling was good, you had wrestlers all over the country. I always preach this all the time on, on Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday about the territory days. like, oh, the territory, territory days are dead. It don't have to be. If you can can find a digital partner, and I know it's more than just saying, I got TV. It's more than just, I got TV. You have to find some place where wrestling fans can go to and say, okay, these people were on the WWE TV. Now I'm going to see how they do without having scripted promos. How they're scripted as far as what they got to do inside the ring. I can be able to watch the old WWE and AEW talent in this company and watch them. I saw this in the 80s with World Class. I saw this with, in, in Puerto Rico. I saw this, um, I saw this in Portland. You know, I, I saw this in AWA here in the Midwest in Minneapolis, watching Vern Gagne. I see, I saw this in Kansas City with Harley Race. Um, I've seen this in St. Louis with Sam Munchnick. You know, with with, with um, Joe Blanchard in San Antonio. There, you know, Bill Watts in the Mid South, and Eddie Graham in Florida. You have to be able to the Crockett's in Charlotte. You have to be able to find uh, a, a territory an organization that's willing to say, I'm going to spend money and put some of these wrestlers, my best eight or 10 wrestlers under contract, have a viable partner. And, you know, here's the thing that people don't talk enough about. These uh, these million cable channels that you see on your cable or all these other places where they're they dying for they're dying for TV, they're dying for product. They just want anything to fill the time. So you've got to be able to be smart enough to be able to say, I have a wrestling company and I need to put it on a place where people can find it so they can watch every week and I can be able to draw some revenue. You're never going to be the WWE or AEW because you're not a a billionaire. But still, you can still be able to sign some of this talent and say, here we go. I have this amount of wrestlers, people that that really enjoy these wrestlers, and I have them in my company. But the idea that there's just two companies, that's not good for wrestling either.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I... What, what I'm seeing now, and I, I mentioned this maybe last, man, was it in the spring, that what we're seeing now, Hood, is we're, 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 what we're witnessing is the end of the Vince McMahon wrestling. And we're kind of seeing a return of the territories. And again, going back to Tony Khan, not only would I look at my roster, But with rumblings of ROH's video library up and they've, you know, mentioned about, you know, streaming services as far as AEW. If I'm Tony Khan, I'm having a meeting with MLW, with Court Bauer, um, Ed Norum and Axis, Billy Corrigan, um, well, GCW. And if I'm Tony Khan, because you're the one that has the most money on all of them. Yeah. I'm reconstructing the NWA territory system. Like, it isn't, hey, you know, we're working on this. No, because there's the amount of talent that's out now just in WWE. And then to think that in 2022 of January, you're going to have everybody that was in the undisputed era, uh, Gargano's probably going to be free, Kevin Owens is going to be free, along with a third of the ROH roster. Like, you really need to look like, I think that's one of the reasons why AEW's kind of like in this holding pattern. Because there's so much moving parts that it's like, okay, we really can't sign everybody. But if I'm Tony Khan, I'm like, you know what? Let's reconstruct the NWA territory system. Um, if I'm him, I'll just buy buy it from Billy Corgan and let him run it and everything, I and just have that operating system and everything. Because you know they can't. You know they're kind of working together, but they're kind of not. But you you got to bring back that. That old school NWA territory system that, ironically, Vince McMahon Sr. had voting power of.
0: Yeah, well, I, I just, um, I mean, again, just another dark day in wrestling when all these wrestlers. And it might be more, quite frankly, before the end of the year. Who knows? But Nick Khan is all about trying to get as much revenue as possible. And, and by the way, as a good businessman, you're supposed to. But you don't have to do that when you are making money hand over fist. You don't have to do that. Um, tell people about the House of Wrestling. Yeah, the House of Wrestling, um, we're going on two months and everything, and it's basically a network of wrestling content
1: creators along with myself. Um, shout out to Josh Lopez for the pro wrestling transcripts and Sean yes. Lennon of the pro wrestling uh, uh, podcast. I probably screwed it up, but... Um, yeah, it's literally a hub of you know wrestling content careers within the Chicagoland area. Eventually, it's going to expand some more, and it, it's it's a reflection of just my the fun that I have with pro wrestling, whether it's merchandise, video games, commercials, the pop culture side, and just everything to do about wrestling. And if you follow us on Twitter, I'm pretty much live tweeting and doing polls and stuff like that. And uh, on Instagram, just a lot of the independent promotions and major promotion, just the breaking news. Uh, but one thing that uh, the House of Wrestling does, and it's more of a personal, you could call it a convention, conviction of mine, is that, you know, all forms of wrestling are subjective. You know, there's something that you may like, good, that I don't like, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean that anybody's right or wrong or That's just how entertainment goes. So um, we're just about having fun. And just informing people and those last wrestling fans like, you know, man, I hear all this wrestling. Where? Here you go. Here's here's what's out there and everything. And that's what, you know, the House of Wrestling is. So it's it's fun. And eventually I'm going to do some live podcasting soon. But for now, it's just having fun with it.
0: My friend, I'm glad you spent some time with me. Uh, Love your content. And as I mentioned, I was going to have you on anyway. I just didn't know it was going to be so soon uh, because of all this news that uh, broke today. So uh, let's state, I love that we are connected and that we're supporting one another because that's what we should do as uh, as wrestling people. And it's, it's really, the wrestling, uh, as far as social media, is really blowing up. It's more than I thought. And I'm glad that I'm just a small part of it. So I'm glad you came on my show to talk about this breaking news here tonight.
1: Uh thank you so much one 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 day we got to break down the uh the 80s and the chip Crockett era. I was a huge uh, NWA fan growing up like my, my staying in the road warriors those, those are my guys the, those are my guys so we, we got to do another show about that and stuff like
0: that well if you can if you're ready for a 10- hour podcast in the NWA I'm ready for it uh, so <laughs> uh, I, I, can, I, can, I can do that <laughs> Oh man, well th- thanks for coming on And uh, let's talk again soon No problem Good to be able to catch up And talk about this breaking news here On this Thursday night Crazy, just crazy All these cuts Well, I've said this many times on the show And I'll say it again uh, Whether it is Billy Corrigan whether it is Impact Wrestling, whether it is uh, any other major independent, including Game Changer Wrestling, um, there is an opportunity to really be able to capture some of this talent. You don't need all the talent, but I mean, six to eight of these wrestlers should be under contract someplace else, and there should be an opportunity for wrestling fans to watch wrestling other than AEW and the WWE. Um, for uh, my wrestling younger wrestling fans listening to this show. Uh, It's more than just two When wrestling was good There were were 30 places to work And at least 10 to 15 of them Were really good to watch on TV I won't say this I can't say that for like Central States and Kansas City And some of the other places Where it wasn't great Especially the WWA And Indianapolis Where the TV wasn't great But the point is though is At least there were wrestlers That had a chance to work In a lot of different places And um, I'm just disappointed Again wrestlers that we watch NXT are now just gone it's a complete FU from Vince McMahon to Triple H it, it, it is Vince McMahon saying these are not my creations as um we just heard moments ago it's Not my creations so we'll get rid of these people is, is, it, is this Triple H people and I just wonder what Triple H is thinking what's he thinking all the people that he worked with in NXT are not just shit-canned. While Mandy Rose is the NXT Women's Champion. <laughs> like, what is going on? This is a win for in- the independents. And this is a, a win for other wrestling companies that can be able to sign some of this talent and so we can see them in other places. For all of these wrestlers that were released today and released this year to just end up in AEW, that doesn't work for me. It should be other places where these wrestlers should work. I don't know why the NWA isn't bigger than what it is right now. You're never going to catch the WWE as far as money or even AEW at this point in time. But you can create a niche where people can watch you 52 weeks out of the year, have pay-per-views and have events for people to latch on to and enjoy. The idea that there's no more, you can't have wrestling on Saturdays, you can't have wrestling on Sundays before pay-per-views, you can't have wrestling at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern on Wednesdays, you can't have wrestling at 10 o'clock Eastern on Tuesdays. Yeah, it's it just it's just nonsense. You can't have wrestling at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern on uh, Thursdays. There are, there's times. There are openings for wrestling companies to be able to put their one-hour show in and be able to have something that people can really enjoy. <sighs> Another dark day in wrestling. I just feel so bad for these wrestlers that were let go. But you know what? It will be brighter days ahead for them and for independents or... These other companies to step up and sign some of this talent. Get off your ass and get into the game. That's what I would say to Court Bauer. That's what I would say to um, the NWA and Billy Corrigan. That's what I would say to New Japan, especially with them trying to have wrestling in America. New Japan, going to these places, and they haven't even come to the Midwest. They haven't even come to Chicago yet. Hey, get off your ass and get into the game. Make an impact. It's ridiculous. Thanks for listening to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Next time that we'll talk, we will review Ring of Honor. Um, I know we had a best of episode last week because I was out of town in California celebrating my anniversary. But uh, we will get a chance to talk about ROH because I have long form thoughts about them too closing down. And um, we'll also have some other Great conversations between now and the end of the year for professional wrestling. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan, that's for sure. Thanks for listening to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday right here on this podcast. And tell someone, the Hood Talks Wrestling, Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. Thanks for listening to our special podcast. As the WWE cuts more talent.